hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie. Good morning once again. We are in the thick of winter. Groundhog Day has come and gone. Uh, an early spring predicted by some rodents, uh, others not so much. But uh, we're going to trudge on here with the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. If you've missed a past episode, you'll want to download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. You can also find past episodes at Rob golfy.com that's rob g-o-l-f-i.com or at 900chml.com call these guys any day at 905-575-7700 if you want to buy a home if you want to list your home these are the guys to call remember golfy gets it sold they're all over social media at rob golfy on twitter and instagram and be sure to check out the rob golfy facebook page a lot of great videos and information on that page if you have a question for the golfy team or if you have a topic idea you would like us to tackle on a future episode email us that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. A host of topics to get to today, including a real estate scam that's making the rounds here in Hamilton. How can people protect themselves? We'll also talk about a new REMAX survey that shows debt is not the reason why single Canadians are staying away from real estate. We'll also talk about the mortgage stress test and possibly some new rules around real estate in this province. But we will begin with some uh, interesting statistics from the month of January here in the... Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, we got the Hamilton final. The final. Work. The final numbers came in this week, mm-hmm. and uh, it shows that uh, Hamilton, they're um, overall they're down uh, 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 about three three percent in uh, unit numbers. So, yep. so last year in uh, January they sold three hundred eighty nine homes. This is all of Hamilton. And, and that's and so. Is this just this is included? I and, and I, I, I'm this is included. We're talking Glam. Uh, I think Glambrook, St- uh, Stony Creek, everywhere. This okay. is like all bundled together. And is this all home types or just the, all all uh, all home types? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. And all residential home uh, homes. So last year they sold 389 mm-hmm. homes in the month of. Uh, uh, January, January in 2018. Yeah. This year it's 376. So it's not so, a huge difference. No, not a huge difference. So, but it, it's. Um, I mean, last year we had a decline from 2017. Right. So now this is even like even three percent decline. So if you add 2007 from 2017 18 decline plus this, I mean we're we haven't jumped, but I think I think we're still good though. Now mm-hmm. now we're back on track. We're back at a, a decent level. Yeah. Interesting to note, new listings are up by 22 percent. So people are this year, I think, a yeah. lot more. Yeah, they're motivated they're, to yeah, get in the market. They are. They are. Our, li- our listing uh, uh, inventory has uh, is gone up. We're, we we listed more in January ourselves. Yeah. Also, yeah, absolutely. Aver- average uh, price also went up from four hundred eighty five thousand in January of twenty eighteen to four ninety five. Yeah, this 2% past month. Up. Yeah, yeah two percent up. Yeah, two percent up. It's it's pretty good. So you know, it's it's a positive thing. Things are are, are going well, going mm. well. And then we've got, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, this is Burlington. Burlington, yeah. So we, uh, Burlington, they rounded the numbers. It's about three. They're up. They're up three point six percent or four percent. Hmm. Um, so last year in two thousand eighteen, January two thousand eighteen, they sold one hundred thirty eight homes. This year, uh, it's one hundred forty three. 
So, you know. Again, not a huge difference. Uh, yeah. So they're, Burlington's up. Hamilton was down a little bit. And then the average uh, sale price, uh, they're up 5%, which is which is uh, fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's usually, you know, 3 to 5% is a good, you know. It's a healthy number? A healthy number to go, yeah. Yeah, so average sale price uh, in Burlington in the month of January in 2018, just uh, north of $677,000. Last month, 712000 So that's a, um, a significant jump. 5% is, is pretty healthy. It's good, it's good. So uh, in the um, specific locations here in Hamilton, we have uh, some statistics that we'll share as well. We'll start with Ancaster. Ancaster, uh, they're down 3.7% in unit numbers from uh, January of last year to this year. Last year, well, I mean, it's only one. It's, it's a difference of one home, yeah. Yeah, one home. 26 compared yeah, to 27. Yeah, so, so somebody, <laughs> it just needed that one deal to break, to break even. <laughs> so 2018, they sold 27 homes. Yeah. In uh, Ancaster in, two th- uh, in January, in 2019, they sold 26. But average sale price is up 14%, 648000 to 739 yeah, in that's 2019. A, that's, a that's, great, that's, yeah, that's a great number. Yeah. So they had, they had an adjustment last year. Now they're back on track. So yeah. they're back, you know, going, you know, that, that's cool. So we've done uh, Burlington. We've done, uh, we've let's, done Burlington, Let's yeah. move on to Dundas. <laughs> Dundas? Dun- you know what? Because Dundas is a small little, you know, like a bowl community. Like it's down. Um, like inventory is low also. Um, they well last year they sold 17 homes in January. Mm-hmm. This year they only sold 13. That's a, a 23 my, a, a 23% decline. Yeah. But house prices are up. Last year, you know, it was 656 thousand for the average sale price in January. This year it's seven hundred and fifty. So they're they're strong. They're up 14%. That's that's a strong number. Does Dundas have a comparable market within Hamilton would would Waterdown be the the, the next closest um you know what Dundas, because it's not Ancaster it's not Burlington it's not Stony Creek no, it's certainly not Hamilton it's it, 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 it's tough it's because it's it's hard there isn't a, uh, it's like another an community like there, there are other communities but not the way Dundas yeah. reacts in real estate sales yeah. it, it's not the same it's a very interesting market. Yeah, because yeah. they're on like a, 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 a silo or, or, or an island. And, oh, uh, it, it is, it is. But you've got you've got a, a mixture of uh, a lot of um, new intern doctors that are coming in. They right. like they like the feel. For them, it's perfect because you know they're, they're ten minutes away from mm-hmm. or eight, 50, 10, 15 minutes away from any hospital that's right. downtown. And, but you and, have and that it, small town. And then kind you have of that feel. small town feel. And Dundas is it's a it is a a, a, a gorgeous community. Yeah, I think I, th- I love the downtown in Dundas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, things are going up in uh, Glanbrook, both with a number of sales up eight percent, twenty three compared to twenty five this uh, past month, and average sale price five hundred and six thousand in twenty eighteen, up to almost six hundred thousand this past January. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's strong. That's the, the Glanbrook's done really well with that. Yeah. Uh, Grimsby, same scenario, up in the number of sales and the average sale price five. Five hundred eighty-one thousand dollars. Now the average sale price in Grimsby. It's getting expensive in Grimsby. It is. Grimsby's always been. Grimsby picked up uh, uh, steam about ten years ago. Ten, ten to twelve years ago. I mean, it was like you know, it was just a, a nice community, and we started seeing some uh, GTA buyers mm-hmm. or actually uh, even Burlington people coming to Grimsby. They were cashing out their you know six hundred thousand dollar house and buying their three hundred thousand dollar house. And so they basically got the same house or even better right. for half the price. But then after, as it started catching on, everybody started coming. <laughs> and now and now houses in Grimsby are expensive. So yeah. people people aren't really moving to Grimsby as fast as they used to. $581,000, the average sale price in Grimsby uh, last month. Is that the peak? Do, do you anticipate it going a little bit higher I, I, this I, year? You know what? I, I remember saying this before. Grimsby's the type of market where 
you know, they'll have uh, a, a big increase and then it f- flatlines. Right. And then you'll flatline for a while and then it'll go up. So so this could be the, the height and then uh, for the whole year, we don't know. Yeah. But Grimsey seems to, it, it once it hits a plateau, it flatlines and it stays there for a while. Interesting. Yeah. All right, let's dive into Hamilton. Let's uh, check out Hamilton Center down 10%, but up in average sale price. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? It, uh, maybe there wasn't enough inventory. Who mm. knows what, what's going on? Um, January, but uh, <coughs> excuse me, still got that little cough. Um, but uh, but the average sale price is up, and uh, Hamilton Central, I, to me, great area to uh, buy real estate. Yeah. Uh, the whole area is getting cleaned up. I mean, if you had to drive the streets of Central Hamilton ten years ago, and you do, and today, completely, you, you would see like a lot of lot of changes. Yeah. Like the, the houses have been all reno- a lot of renovated houses. So fifty three uh, homes sold in Hamilton Center last month. That compares to fifty nine, and again, the average sale price now up four point eight percent to three hundred forty eight thousand dollars hamilton east similar scenario down in the number of sales yep. 46 last january compared to 41 last month but the average sale price up 3.7 percent 381,000 to 395,000 last month another great area <coughs> excuse me but um yeah usually you get the people like the the your out-of-town buyers don't seem to go to Hamilton East. It's more your local people. Like, yeah. like you know, your first-time buyers that grew up, born and raised in Hamilton, they may have a tendency going towards East Hamilton, mm-hmm. and then from there they might jump to the Hamilton Mountain or Stony Creek. Mm-hmm. But uh, but great area, and, uh, you know, they're up. Quite three. affordable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hamilton Mountain, always uh, a, a popular area, up in the number of sales from um, uh, 2018 to 2019. 96 homes sold in 2018, 103 sold last month. That's up uh, just over 7%. And the average sale price, uh, up marginally, 468000 to 476 uh, The mountain seems to be stabilizing. Mountain is always, uh, it was always a great uh, market, one of the best markets in Hamilton. And maybe maybe it, it, it's flatlining just because of the fact that it, it, it reached a plateau, so right. it's got to stabilize there for a while yeah. otherwise it uh, you know then houses won't sell right Hamilton West so this is not not Dundas but we're talking the McMaster area yep, yep. obviously you know the, the area of the radio station here Hamilton West always takes uh, a little bit of a beating and and and, it, and it's like a, uh, a it goes off the charts like they, they have the houses go up way high in price and then they have to come down and it's just it's an up and down thing because of the fact of um, right now, uh, towards uh, even right now, even uh, November, December, you're getting a lot of people coming in, looking at buying houses uh, for their kids to move in for, uh, I, I think, to, to take possession for April or, or May mm-hmm. so that the kids have a place to, to, uh, to, to go to school in September and have a place to live. Right. Now, there, was, there are down 11% in sales numbers. But and and they're also down in average sale price. So maybe they've also plateaued. They had it had to get adjusted because because yep. Hamilton West it, it, it's it is expensive there. Like you know it uh, it's it's a tough. Uh, it, they have to it has to adjust itself. It, there's only so much money that people say. Well, wait a minute, I'm not going to pay this and I'm out. You right. know what I mean? So average sale price uh, tumbling from four hundred eighty-two thousand in twenty eighteen to four thirty in uh, Hamilton West uh, last month. Uh, we'll end with Waterdown. We have got about uh, ninety seconds left oh. in this segment. Waterdown down substantially. In terms of the number of sales, 11 homes sold last month compared to 26 in January of 2018. That's wow. down 57%. But the average sale price uh, for those 11 homes uh, was higher. 700, or pardon me, $676,000 last month compared to 632 in January of 2018. So water down, up and down. Yeah. So that could do. That could be the fact that there, there's hardly any homes for sale, mm-hmm. and so whatever. I mean, so it, it, inventory is low probably over there. 
And uh, but but again, you know, average sale price has gone has gone up quite a bit yeah. at uh, almost seven percent. So still to come on the show, we'll talk about uh, whether or not the government should revisit the mortgage stress test. We'll talk about the Ontario government uh, considering modernizing the province's real estate rules. We'll get these two chaps to chime in on that, and we'll also talk about a new Remax survey that shows debt isn't the reason why single Canadians are staying away from entering the real estate market. That and a whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CH. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Zamprin in studio with Rob Golfi and Philip Golfi, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfi team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfi.com. That website address again is robgolfi.com. At Rob Golfi on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you should also check out the Rob Golfi Facebook page. Also, um, some cool videos, great information on the Facebook page. And if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. Have a question for the Golfie team? You can email us, questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll talk about a real estate scam making the rounds in Hamilton and how you should protect yourselves. Uh, one final thought, if you missed our previous segment, we went through uh, the January real estate stats here in the Realtors Association of Hamilton, Burlington. Uh, a comment from CEO George O'Neill, who says this is a promising start uh, to 2019. For sellers, the average price of a home has increased over 100% since 2009. So in the last 10 years, home prices They've have doubled. gone up 100%, yep. yeah. which is phenomenal. Uh, for buyers, sales activity has slowed, the number of new listings has increased, and we are sitting firmly in a balanced market. So we've gone from buyer to seller to now balanced yeah. market. So I was looking at the uh, the stats since 1955. Really? Yeah. Holy cow. So and I was looking at, and I was trying to see when they doubled. And uh, so what I'll do is I'm, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring those stats since 1955 till today. Okay. So and then see what the average sale price was in 1955 on the uh, Hamilton Burlington Real Estate Board, and and then see how many years it took to double. You should see some of the numbers, unbelievable. Really? Yeah. yeah so I'll I'll bring that in uh, okay. at one segment uh, in the future. Yeah. For look, sure. Looking forward to that. Uh, there was also a change in terms of uh, how many properties were sold in 2018. Uh, apparently, there was some inconsistencies with uh, some of the data that was collected. Uh, and so with the change, the uh, Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington reported uh, about 11,500 sales of all properties. Again, this is in 2018. So corrected, uh, it was a 13.7% decline compared to 2017, as opposed to the 17.5% drop that was originally reported. So not as dire as a lot of people had been right, right. You know, talking about, which is good. That's fantastic. Okay, so uh, should consumers have the right to see competing offers <laughs> on the same property? And should a realtor represent both the buyer and seller in the same transaction? Those are just some of the rules or some of the issues that the province is considering in a modernized 
what's uh, called the Real Estate Business Brokers Act. Uh, the Ministry uh, of Government and Consumer Services is gathering ideas for boosting consumer protection and enhancing the industry's professionalism through an online survey to close March 15th. So double ending is obviously on the table and whether or not more detail should be released in terms of offers. Oh, I- yeah, so it, it's the same stuff that, that hit the news cycles last year, right? Mm-hmm. It's the state, you know, is our system flawed? It's 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 always an ongoing debate in terms of, in terms of you know, whether you're allowed to see the other offer, right? So in, in just reading some of the quotes in this, somebody, somebody you know, the, the one quote says, it's pro- it's problematic because you sometimes end up getting this one buyer who pays fifty to $100,000 more than he needed to because it's a blind auction. Right. Well, there's nobody out there that's forcing you to put the number on the paper that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. You can control your own decision-making. Nobody's forcing you to even put right. in an offer. But playing you, devil's advocate, the other side is, if that individual knows what the highest offer is, they can go... 1,000 above well, that's that's right. Or whatever the case that's is. That's right. Yeah, and, 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 and now you're... Now, now it's the seller, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're taking that away from the seller for sure, the, from yeah. from the seller potentially getting that getting that that highest offer. This has happened before, right? This has happened on on many of our listings where the where the closest bidder is twenty five to fifty thousand dollars less than than, than than the other bidder, right? But that's it comes back to the real estate agent and advising the client and giving them enough information to make sure that they're making an informed decision, right? If mm-hmm. if you know. So do, do you feel that this would make it just too easy for realtors to, um, I, I mean, it kind of takes the pressure off them? Well, it, it, it saves the, the problems because uh, like when you have a, an, an offer presentation, you got 10 people there. Right. Now, there's always one or two agents are frustrated, upset because they're, they didn't get it because they probably didn't get it maybe because there's one thing on the offer uh, that made you decide to get go with the other offer mm-hmm. and they get all frustrated and they get I mean it, it, it's the agent shouldn't be emotional but the mm-hmm. agent gets emotional because he knows his client's going to be upset sure. with him because yeah, yeah. he didn't get the deal um, now I don't know why they're throwing this on the table and, and Philip's right yeah it, we're hurting the seller the seller is going to go wait a minute like last in 2017 people were putting offers in a hundred grand over asking and the next best offer would have been 50,000 over asking yeah. mm-hmm. so now that guy that had a uh, 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 hundred thousand over asking, he's going to say, "Well, listen, I'll give a thousand dollars more than uh, th- that other guy, right. and I-, I got the deal." Right. Yeah. Right. So then the homeowner loses that extra fifty grand that he would. You'll have more problems doing it the other way than the way that you have it done now. Mm-hmm. Right. The, even even after the offer process, those the details of that of each offer still aren't revealed. Right. Right. Only the. The only people that will know all the other offers are the real estate agent, the homeowner, and the people yeah. that presented mm-hmm. them and their own specific offer. Nobody knows what all the other offers are. Right. And that's that's you can't you can't go into a scenario where where it becomes an open open bid or an open. It, it just it doesn't work. It's like putting the house it, on it an auction. Work. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. Can can you envision how that would work? So you know you have let's say three parties are bidding on, on yeah. a house. Uh, it's an open process. Would they? Uh, obviously, we're talking in, in hypothetical terms here, but would they present their best offer and then and then we go the, from there? And then the other offers can trump it if so, they want so to. So here's here's what I think it's going to happen. So, like you said, three people uh, come in. There's three different offers coming in, mm-hmm. right? So we we read that to the uh, homeowner. The best offer, let's say, it's twenty thousand over the asking price, and the other two are close but not close enough. Right. Okay. So now, um, the way the way that they're talking about is that we go to the other two and say, hey, look, we've got 
you know, let's say the asking price is four hundred. We got four hundred twenty-five thousand here on the table. Mm-hmm. Are you guys willing to up that, or are you going to stay with your offer? Right. So some people may say, no, you know what, I'm not. I think that's too much. And one guy may come in and say, yeah, I'll give uh, thirty thousand over asking. Right. Then you go back to the fir- the original guy that came in twenty-five thousand over asking. Listen. The other guy's willing to go, you know, four thirty. Are you willing to go higher? Like, it, it, and now you're going back and yeah. forth. Like, and you're going back and forth. I think there's more problems, but I think there's, there's a lot more problems. Yeah, and there's I think the reason why they're doing this is because sometimes there, there there's some uh, agents uh, that double end it, and uh, meaning that the listing agent has an offer themselves, mm. and what happens is they'll. If they see the other offer, they'll come in a little say, "Hey, listen, I know the other offer is you know four twenty five, going at four twenty six, and I know you'll uh, you'll get it." Yeah, and you know they're trying to eliminate that a little bit, I it, think. But but, the but, end, but there's more problems doing it the new way. What they're in, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. in the end, every every multiple offer situation is handled differently. Whether you go to Toronto, whether you go to Niagara Falls, whether you go, everybody has their own way of of conducting the multiple offer process. Now, in the end, it's the sellers. You know, it's their decision, sure. right? Yeah. We've seen times where, where the seller gets multiple offers and, and you know, they get over asking price, but it wasn't the price that they wanted. So now they end up not selling. We've seen, we've seen everything. But in the end, it's, it's, the, it's the seller's decision in terms of how he wants his house to be sold and mm-hmm. the, the strategy behind the multiple offer process. If you, go, if you go that other process or the way that they're advocating or the, not, not the way that they're advocating, but the way that this one quote in this article advocated – you 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 lose your chance for that landslide offer. You lose that chance for the home run. If you if you tell that to the seller, say, hey, listen, if we do it this way, you know, you might not get that big offer. That's going to be fifty thousand above everybody else. In the end, it's the seller selling their house. Mm-hmm. It's their decision. Yeah. They're going to want the most money for their house, for as, sure. as 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 everybody would. does exactly. And then it's the buyer's decision to make sure that they're like I said before, make sure that they're putting an informed decision in, and and using neighborhood comparables. Now you're doing a you know a market report and market analysis on the house as if you were selling it because you don't know what the other offers are going to be but you want to put your buyer in the best position to get the house but you don't even have but, to come in high yeah because the agent's going to come to you and say hey listen if you can beat this offer it's yours and guess what mm-hmm. sometimes so, i say so the person yeah the person that wins in competition is usually the biggest loser yeah <laughs> so, yeah. so but, it, 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 you know oftentimes we're, we're kind of saying wow somebody paid that for yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. and, and, and it happens it's going to happen again and it's going to it's going to happen but you know it's going to keep on happening but mm-hmm. rick think about this scenario okay so we know that um that it's an open bid right so i can come in like let's say the asking price is four hundred thousand. Okay, I'm just going to go in four hundred and five thousand. The other, if, if the other agents are smart, they're going to go in five uh, four hundred five four ten because we know we're going to be asked, "Can you beat this yeah, offer?" Right. So why why kill yourselves and blow your brains and and go with a four fifty or mm-hmm. five hundred thousand? The homeowner loses if they do an open bid. I'm going to tell you that because yeah. now if I'm if I'm going in if I'm going in. And representing a buyer, I'm going to tell the other a- the agent, the listing agent, the selling agent, say, "Hey, listen, my guy's willing to go up, but here's our starting price." So yeah. now, if every agent does that, th- th- I mean, that seller is going to lose probably twenty-five to fifty thousand. Right now, now we just got the stats on our board about yeah, multiple it's just, offers. It's a crazy L- stat. It's a crazy stat. Thirty percent of homes no, are sold in January. Was it twenty five? I thought it was no, twenty. It was thirty. It was, it was. It was in Burlington. Thirty percent of homes that sold in in Burlington in January mm-hmm. went over asking price. Really? Now, yeah. now they weren't holding offers. They were just priced right. Yeah. And they had multiple offers. And wow. in terms of in terms of the entire Hamilton market, 
in terms of in terms of total homes sold, it was like twenty five percent went over asking hmm. price. Yeah. So I mean, are, so you know, we're we're in a good market yeah. now. If you price your house right, you will get more. Yeah. If you overprice it, you will probably chase the market. Now, if you now if you hold offers, like you go on a listing, it says we're not dealing with offers till you know whatever February twentieth or tenth, and you will lose buyers looking at that home because buyers do not like competing but they don't mind competing if it was not intentional mm-hmm. you know what i'm you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. so rick like you're looking for a house right you go you're, you're you're looking for a house and then, and i and i'm i'm telling you rick this house here they're holding offers you may say to me rob i don't even want to go look at it because i don't even want to go into the competition yeah. Yeah. right so it so those ones do get hurt but if you price it right and you got a good realtor yeah, you're like gonna the see coffee the team <laughs> no but but if you if you price it right and and you strategize you can get multiple offers on every 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 house that mm-hmm. that goes up for sale and it's and it and it's all about strategizing yeah uh, let's talk about double ending because that's the the other thing that they're looking at so basically how, how they're describing it in this article is that uh, property known as uh, properly known as dual agency where one agent represents the buyer and seller in a single transaction uh, needs to end in Ontario just as BC has prohibited the practice uh, says Rico it supports a system called mandatory designated representation that allows a broker to handle both ends of a deal, but a different agent must represent each client, and the brokerage has to ensure that the two agents don't share client information. So basically one person handling both sides of the mm-hmm, transaction yeah. is what they want to eliminate. We practice that already. So for us... Our team. Our team, our team does. Right. Like not, not our board, but our right. team does practice that. It'll hurt the uh, individual agents that are... Um, you know that they don't have like other agents working with them. That it's going to hurt those guys. Mm-hmm. But with our team, um, we don't. Uh, so why did you guys make the decision not to do that? It, you know, it makes makes it easier. There's less complaints. Less. Uh, it just. We just know that there's double ending. There is a lot of um, uh, problems. Hmm. So now when so let's say we have a agent on our team. And they they put the house up for sale, right? So we have another agent that will go view the property to know that property as much as the agent that has listed. Mm-hmm. And what happens is if anybody calls on this property, um, we give it to the agent that didn't list the property. Right. So so that so if we end up double ending it, so we got the one agent on our team represents the buyer, and the other agent represents the seller, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it's and it so it, it's. It, it's the best way. A lot of the time, when when there's news stories about real estate or realtors or or anything in terms of things going on that that aren't good, it, it's a result of a multiple representation mm-hmm. situation. Those are often what what make the news and and what stigmatize you know the real estate transaction. So that's something that that we became you know aware of, and it's something that that you know we want each of our clients to be represented, but not by the same person. And right. that's something that, yeah. you know, if, if, if we do adjust to this, you know, we're, we're already fit for that. We've already yeah. been practicing that for a while. Mm-hmm. And and we explain that to a lot of our clients and they're they're completely okay with it. Yeah. Um, something that they, they're they comfortable with for sure. There's a lot, most lawsuits are because of double ending. Like the, the, the listing agent is represented both the buyer and the seller. Yeah. There's tons of lawsuits. That it way. seems like a no brainer. I mean, yeah, really. it, yeah. It, but it's not the end of the world if, if there is, you know, if there is, a multiple representation situation. It, it's it's just making sure that you're asking the right questions and 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 making sure that you're not being put in a vulnerable position. Yeah. Um, and 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 more often than not, you're not you're not going to be mm-hmm. right. 
but but it's those some some instances where where you are now this is a result of most buyers thinking that if they call the listing agent that they're going to get a better deal and this happens every single day that yeah. that people want to deal just with the listing agent and they don't want to deal with with you know they don't want to be represented by a buyer or a buyer mm -hmm, agent mm -hmm. and there's a lot of problems that that start with that number one that listing agent has a better relationship with their sellers than they do you oh yeah right so so they're they're they've been working with their sellers for you know could be two three four weeks already and then now you come into the picture for a day and you're you're interested in the property well you know they're in they're in the business of getting the most money for the sale mm -hmm. you, you don't have this developed relationship with them already and and you know are they willing to represent you and it's, it's just a hard position to be in yeah. if you're if you're representing both yeah. parties but but it, it's a result of of a lot of people just wanting to be represented by by the listing the listing agent or the the agent who has the property is the thought process behind that because they want to save on uh, any commission yeah well, so the so buyer the, doesn't pay commission but but the thought process is that the Instead of the the one agent getting both sides of the commission, the one agent can cut their commission mm. in effort to get a better purchase price. But right, that's not okay. always the case. Right, 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 right. Interesting. Because the commission's agreed to up front. Yeah. It's it's agreed to like, you know, on the listing agreement the and, and you know, sure there there might be some flexibility, but you know, is the flexibility could you have more flexibility if you were negotiated on behalf of your interest by another cooperating brokerage real estate agent? And and that's an argument that, hmm. that you can have. Interesting. Sure. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, well, a, a few things. Number one, uh, a new REMAX survey, which uh, highlights uh, what single Canadians are and are not doing in terms of getting into the real estate market. And we'll also talk about uh, whether or not the government should revisit the mortgage stress test. And we'll also touch on a real estate scam that's making the rounds here in Hamilton and and how people can protect themselves. Go to uh, robgolfi.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com for the latest, greatest information on anything happening real estate related in the Hamilton, Burlington area. And you can always call them at 905 575 7700. Stay tuned. More of the Hamilton Real Estate Show continues here on 900 CHML. Back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Gulfy and Philip Gulfy. Those two fine gentlemen are sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Gulfy team. Great website, robgulfy.com. There's a host of awesome videos, uh, information, uh, real estate listings on the website. Again, it's robgulfy.com. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. Again, that phone number is 905-575-7700. Check out the Rob Gulfy Facebook page and find them on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at robgulfy. And be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you download your favorite podcast. And if you have a question for the Golfie team, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that's questions at robgolfie.com. The mortgage stress test, we've talked about this uh, many times on yeah. the show, and uh, it came into effect in uh, 2018. 
and uh, basically to cool the two red hottest markets at the time, Toronto and Vancouver, uh, and they've they've done a uh, uh, you know uh, a fine job of doing so. But uh, Canada's largest real estate board, uh, that being the one in Toronto, is calling on Ottawa to revisit whether a stricter mortgage stress test introduced last year is still needed, and it's arguing that the policy has negatively impacted the economy and Toronto's once red hot housing market. Is it a good idea for the government to say, you know what, we don't really need this anymore because it, it did its job? I, I don't know. If, I don't know. You know what? That That's a tough one. Um, and I, and I, I just don't think there's enough sample size to be able to... Hasn't been around too yeah, long, right? It, it's still, it's yeah. still new. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know if that is the, the, the factor. I think, like, like last year, in 2017, the Wynn government announced... That uh, foreign the, the foreign tax the foreign buyers tax that yeah. was in uh, that was after Easter in April. Now the market was already changing, mm-hmm. was already changing before Easter the, that week. So if 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 the wind government did not say anything, it was already going in a decline in 2017. Right, we 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 felt it, and and because. You know the, the volume of business that we do, the volume of business we know what what the markets uh, are are steering towards. Now, this here, like yeah, I could see this. This, this is a this affected a person that maybe the difference between, especially in Toronto, buying yeah. a single detached versus a townhouse. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted to buy a, a detached home, you know, have their own private yard. Now they got to go to a a, a, a townhouse. Uh, and and wait there and, and hold on to that house for you know two to five years before they can go to a detached and build some equity. That's what it affected it. But I, I don't think I don't know. It, it's a t- it's a tough one. But I still don't think it's 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 affected people on the house style and the price point they wanted to buy. But they're still going to buy. Yeah. It's just they didn't get what they really wanted. Did it uh, did it affect more uh, of the first time home buyers or or not necessarily? I, I think it affected the first time home the first buyer time, more yeah. because because they're the ones that are struggling. Their inc- their their income level is not going to be at you know at the you know like if they were ten years older. Um, they're they're starting out. Yeah. And, you know they barely got enough money for the down payment. Um, and it, it, it they haven't they haven't built up the equity like like right. you just said. You know housing prices have increased one hundred percent since two thousand and nine. Yeah. yeah. Right. So they don't have that equity to be able to go purchase something else and, and they haven't been in the housing market for for, for a while mm-hmm. at all. And now you're asking them to and qualify for an even higher mortgage. Exactly. Rate. Where where if now if you're going from a townhouse to a detached yeah, you can make it happen. You can make it work because you have that equity built up in your yeah. in your home. But if you're if you're a first time home buyer, based on the average increases you know, in wages, there's no way you can save Faster than what the housing market is increasing. Well, if you it's, if, it's, if it's you look at the average wage in two thousand nine, and then look at look at it now, the average wage hasn't increased one hundred percent. No, it, it, no, <laughs> at all. So, no. so yeah. that so basically in two thousand nine, yeah. your dollar went a lot further to buy a house. Yeah. Today, yeah. you are like you 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 are going to be mortgage poor. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like so, or house poor, whatever yeah. they call it. Uh, Toronto Real Estate Board saying that uh, under the stress test rules, home buyers have to qualify for monthly mortgage payments nearly seven hundred dollars more than the, what they would actually have to pay. So, I mean, that's that's significant if mm-hmm. if you're just starting your career or still in school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe that's why more and more couple like young couples are 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 moving in together mm-hmm. versus um, you know like like. Th- 
the single guy moving in by himself or yeah. the single girl moving by himself said, you know, like, hey, they, I got a boyfriend, I got a girlfriend. Hey, let's, you know, let's let's buy a house together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. both our incomes, we can afford this house. Yeah. You know. Which brings us to our next topic, uh, and seeing that you mentioned singles. This is a survey that was released by uh, Remax, conducted by Leger, which uh, basically says debt is not the reason singles are staying away from real estate. So a little bit uh, of a different topic. Uh, but according to this new survey, almost half of single Canadian respondents say they have less than $5,000 in debt. As a group, they seem to buck the trend of high debt among Canadians. And yet, only 26% are considering purchasing a home on their own. Singles in Atlantic Canada are most interested in buying real estate. That's uh, 34%. 81% most say they can afford it. And 35% say they have enough savings to make a down payment. But... For more than half of respondents, the decision not to buy a home is based on economic uncertainty and high prices. So it's not because they can't afford it or because they have tons of debt. It's because they don't really know uh, if they want to jump in at this point because mm-hmm. of the, the price of, of homes. Uh, extremely interesting. Very interesting. I mean, there was that one article that highlighted Hamilton a couple of days ago that stated we have you know, some of the highest household debt yeah. in, in the Hamilton, country. Yeah. So in terms of comparing that... It, you know what I mean? It's hard, right? It's hard to plan around around a home purchase. You just mm-hmm. don't know what the next steps are and, and, and where you're going to be in, in a couple of years. Yeah. To me, this, uh, you know, in regards to singles, it almost, I get the impression that they don't want to jump into the housing market because they don't want to add to their debt. They don't want to be that house poor, mm-hmm. right? They're, yeah. They're comfortable where they well, are. They well, can manage yeah. their debt. And millennials love, you know, they want their, their uh, a decent car to drive. They want to go on vacation. They want to be able to go out on Friday yeah, and Saturday night. Yeah, yeah they, they don't want to be able, you know, their friends call them, hey, listen, let's go out Friday night. Well, I can't. I just had made my mortgage payment, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like I got $10 left. I only can buy, you know, yeah. I, I have to go to McDonald's and buy a hamburger there. But it, it th- that's what they don't want. Uh, the, that generation is more. They, they're actually probably better than the, the the baby boomer generation. They're living in the now, right? They're, they, they, yeah, they're 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 enjoying life now. And meanwhile, the baby boomer generation. I mean, they, they live life later, but hopefully they can live later. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. One further point on this before we go. Uh, men are twice as likely to buy a home on their own. Not too surprising. Uh, singles living in urban areas are more hesitant to buy compared to their suburban counterparts because of higher prices, which mm-hmm. obviously is understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about a real estate scam that's making the rounds in Hamilton and how you can protect yourself. That's coming up next here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Our house. Let's go around here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That phone number again, 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you have a question for the Golfie team or you want to recommend a topic idea for a future program, you can 
can send us an email. That email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Again, questions at robgolfie.com. The public is being warned about a rental scam in Hamilton. The Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington says it has received several reports from local real estate agents who are finding their for sale properties posted incorrectly and without permission for lease on various websites, including Kijiji and Prop2Go.com. Uh, one individual saying that uh, people are renting properties in Hamilton without conducting proper research because there are not enough rentals to serve the need. And some people are even renting properties sight unseen to ensure they have a place to live. Obviously, the rental rate in Hamilton is extremely low. There's a lot of people who can't get into the housing market because of the high prices. Uh, and a lot of people, it sounds like, are getting scammed. It's it's a scary situation. I mean, this is something that, that you always have to be aware of. Um and it's not just now. It's not just tomorrow. Um, this is something that we've we've seen before, and something that we've you know become really aware of, and something that we talk about all the time. In terms of how 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 to protect yourself, you know, don't go sight unseen. Make yeah. sure you're you're working with the real estate. It's a huge agent. red flag. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't you know? Make sure that when you're when you're when you're looking to um, you know lease a place, make sure that if if you are working with a realtor, it's, the deposit's going into the trust account. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. It, you, you got to protect yourself. Some yeah. people are, are so desperate that they're just signing checks over to people that they think are the landlord and, yeah. and they're not. And, and it's, it's, and scary. then they show up at the yeah. property it, and it's it, like, Hey, what's oh, yeah, going on? Yeah, yeah. exactly. They sign a lease and everything. They think they've got, yeah. and meanwhile, they don't even own the property. They don't. And, and this guy's gone with, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, they're, they're, and guys like this do a lot of scams. So he's making, you know, uh, first and last month's rent. Now, mm-hmm. first and last month's rent on on a single detached home in Hamilton, like, like, like it's like uh, some of the rents are two thousand a month. So yeah. he's, this guy's collecting four grand, three grand, whatever on on these. So if he's doing three, four of these a month, yeah, he's uh, and then now that renter, he's out money. Now does he have enough money to do? Now that he got. Scammed. Screwed, yeah, scammed. Where does he go now? Does he have enough money to do to, now? Really to to get another house? Yeah. And, you know so. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to protect yourself against one of these because you you don't know. You're in the moment. You, right. you think you can trust somebody, yeah. and and um, and but I, I'm envisioning you know someone from out of town. You know they're going to McMaster, maybe going to Mohawk. They're coming in from out of town. Uh, you know they they don't have time to drive in to to see. Maybe they're coming from out of province mm-hmm. and they're looking at online and, and yeah. really like something and connect this individual, this scam artist, and get played and then really get penalized at the end. Yeah, it's it's sad and and, and you always got to watch out for. And there's and there's and there's scams in every industry and in every type of. It, it's just it's just too bad that uh, that we have to watch out for that. So. Um, sometimes it's just good to Google the address because maybe it was on, uh, on, uh, listed with a realtor, but some guy's putting it uh, on his own Kijiji yeah. site and call the realtor. I'm telling you, you're, you're safe with a realtor because we're insured too. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, that if you're dealing with a realtor, it, everything's going to go smoothly. Mm-hmm. Like if there's a loss, you're going to get that money back. Yeah. So, so be careful when you're dealing uh, privately with the public. Like you know, you don't know. You know, it seems like nowadays too with technology, it's much easier to scam someone because you just plop something online. It looks mm-hmm. legit. That's right. It's on you know Kijiji's legitimate yeah. website. Yeah. Um, and you know you can sign documents online. Yeah. Now. You don't have to oh, meet yeah. with somebody. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a scary time. It's, it's, it's hard to protect yourself against something like this, especially yeah. if you're looking. But but the way to do it is is team up with a realtor, work with a real estate agent, and and, uh, and and just make sure you're properly vetting the landlord and asking the right questions in yeah. terms yeah. of you know 
if they have access to the property, if they're if they're the ones who are opening the door for you with their with the keys, and it's not somebody else, and mm-hmm. and make sure you know this can happen if it's sight unseen. If if you if you've been to the property, that means somebody has let you in, you viewed it, they have access to it, yeah. And uh, it, yeah, but it could be the it could be the current renter. Who knows? Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I mean? He's yeah. probably moving out in, uh, yeah. and he hasn't even told <laughs> his landlord he's moving out. Yeah. He hasn't yeah. even told his landlord he's moving out. Yeah, that's and, even scary. Uh, so he's actually collecting, and then boom, he's going to disappear. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, it, it, it is tough. Like, I mean, with, with a realtor, we do our, our check. So we find out, okay, are you the homeowner of this property? Well, mm-hmm. we do a check online, we, and we find out. Then we get his uh, driver's license or his, uh, his ID. Then we and and we get all the information. So we we, we verify all, that this guy yeah, is. We, we actually gather more information from a tenant than an actual home buyer. Yeah, because the home buyers it, it's it's on their own. But if if in terms of you know vetting and qualifying a tenant, we we get more of their information than mm-hmm. than if they're if they were to lease house and actually purchasing house. Yeah. The, the the mortgage broker actually gets the information in terms of the purchase, but interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think too many people uh, realize or think about contacting realtor when they want to rent a space. Yeah. Right, and obviously right. they they should. Yeah, yeah. guys, we got to go. Thanks for coming in once again, and uh, be sure to download the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast. We're back next Saturday at nine on nine hundred CHML.